Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Well, Kimberly, uh-huh. this is the last freaking podcast, Murgatroyd. Not the last podcast. Don't trip people out. This is the last episode of 2019. Okay, we'll figure it out. What are we talking about today? So this is our last episode of 2019. And I realize you're listening to this in 2020. So we're going back in time. Or as Sophia says, we're going to go in the way back from uh, Mr. Peabody and Sherman or Shermany, as she says. Or that movie, The Way Back, uh, where, there was, where they sat in the way back. Remember that with the, with the station wagon? They sat in the way and back? And they rolled around. Yeah. Yeah, and they sat in the way back. So we're basically- And by the way, for, for, for the people that are listening, just to understand we're tired. We have a kid home from school. We have a mezcal margarita, probably a little bit of a buzz. So and you're we're really, doing, so you're staying on for this one because this one's going to be good. We're doing the best we can, but we- It's we're, all good. But listen, we're committed- we're committed to You're bring- basically acting like we're going to fuck this up. We're not. Right. Actually, it's going to be even better. Do you remember, wasn't it, was it Tim Ferriss that did, he does drunk dialing? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is like going to be like that, All but right. different. All right, go ahead. Tell them what they're going to learn today. All right, so what we're going to talk about today is we're going to hit five different questions that Rob and I are each going to answer. And we have not... Uh, allowed each other to know our answers to this in advance. So the first one is we're going to talk about our biggest lesson of 2019. Then we're going to go on to our biggest win of 2019. Then we're going to do our the story, the bullshit story that we are leaving behind in 2019 and not bringing into the next decade. Then we're going to talk about our word for 2020. And last... 
whatever hope or tips we have for the listeners. So by the time we get to that one with Mezcal Margarita, should, this should be good. So let's kick it off. All right, let's do it. Let's do number one. Kimberly, what was your number one lesson of 2019? Gosh, I have so many. I think my biggest, biggest lesson though in 2019 uh, that I learned was to listen to my gut and to really, really listen to my gut. Like, not like the, you know, people are like, oh, girl, listen to your gut. Your gut knows what's up, bitch. Like, not like that, but to truly hone in on that inner voice that's talking to me and pay attention. Does that make sense? Yeah, it sounds like you want to listen to your intuition. You, you just like snarled. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm I'm trying to follow the uh, the breadcrumbs through the uh, through, through the story. It sounds like it sounds like at the end of the day you are getting more in touch with your intuition. Yeah, because it's so you know, and I think this began for me personally back in December of 2018. So right on that line of 2019 when I came home from yoga and I was like, we need to sell the clinic. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that was my first like real, I need to listen to my gut moment where I took massive action on it. But I think 2019 was really practicing that and trusting the process of listening to my gut. Because when I look at like the different things we went through over four months in Europe and all the different things, it was like, there were so many times where I could have arm wrestled, you know, where my brain could have arm wrestled my gut and come out with a different result, but I didn't. And, you know, just the trip we took in 2019 was such a gut trip. And it was like, does this feel good? Does this next location feel good? What, do, like, everything in that trip was designed by how it would feel. And, where we would be and what we would do and everything was led by the gut. So that was it. It was, it was, it was my biggest lesson was to hone in and listen to that gut, that inner voice, that in, intuition. What about you? All right. For me, it was to be on your own path. It's uh, it's very easy for me to, to see people that I admire who are on different paths and say, wow, that's a really cool path. Let me, let me, let me jump on that. Let me, let me hitch to that wagon. Let me become a podiatrist. Yeah. Let me, well, I don't know about that one, but, but <laughs> you, you got the idea when, when you, when you respect somebody and you, you know, you see what somebody's doing and you see the, uh, the success that they've had with it you say, well, you know, that looks kind of interesting. Let me, uh, let me pay attention to that. And I think the reality is that where the, where the juice is, where the excitement is, where the inspiration is, is by listening um, to your own intuition and taking your own path and not following somebody else's. So for me, that, that's, what, that's, what, that's how I would answer that. And I think it's really, really easy to get caught up in what other people are doing and what is trending versus listening to, again, back to the intuition, right? Like what you just said is, you know, following your own path, listening to your own gut and being and allowing that to guide you versus what's around you. So what I love about it is that so many people feel the pressure 
to live up to what they see on social media or hear on a podcast. Or if I'm not doing, if I'm not hosting a mastermind this year, then well, shit, I'm not, I'm not worth anything. That's not true. You know, you don't have to, there is no have to. And I think that that you breaking that mold, I think is beautiful. Well, thank you. And I think it's very easy to get caught up in, you know, creating goals, even if you don't you know, look at what somebody else is doing. You're like, well, you know, somebody else has this goal to create a mastermind this year or, you know, has this goal to do whatever it is. If that's like, if that's not in your wheelhouse, if that's not your passion, if that's not your thing, then like, just do your fucking thing. Like, do you. Do, do you. All right, number two, your wins. What is your win for this year? Oh gosh. I mean, my biggest win for this year was um, living, actually living a lifelong dream of being in Italy for an extended period of time. That is my biggest win and made the most impact on my life, on my family, on my mindset, on my soul. Like being able to every morning wake up with the the bells of the Duomo in Florence or any place we were in Italy. Like, oh God, that trip for me, definitely my biggest win because it was a culmination of so many things in my life, of the dream, of dreaming bigger, of working really freaking hard to achieve it, of never giving up, of all of it and and allowing that celebration to happen, 100% my biggest win. Yeah, I mean, you know, no shocker here. My biggest win was on the other side of that, which is living in California right now, (laughs) which is, uh, you know, all of the things that are associated with that, which is, you know, walking on the beach and, you know, I just got a surfboard for Christmas and got surf lessons coming. And, you know, I got my my yoga in Manhattan Beach in the morning, which is my new favorite thing to do. And- I've converted him. You converted me. The weather, like, you know, it's- uh, You're in 70 degrees, no human. Do you know what it's- going to be tomorrow? Mm-mm. 68 degrees. Yeah. And it's uh it's Christmas Eve, right? So it's it, uh, New Year's Eve, but New, yeah. Sorry, New Year's Eve. This is uh you know, for me this is uh this is the dream that has taken many many years uh to happen, but here we are. All right, number 3. Kim, what is the BS story for you? I think I have a story that I have created over years before you, I mean, long before you, I think, where I play the role of a backup dancer, you know, where like you're Howard Stern and I'm Robin. (laughs) And, you know, whatever relationship I'm in, I'm always kind of a backup dancer or the back office bitch or whatever you want to call them. I'm like the girl in the back doing the thing that's helping the person in the front succeed. And I think that that story hinders me and doesn't allow me to reach my full potential. It's a good one. Um, for me, it would be, um, this is going to be really old manny, so forgive this old man thing. But for me, it is, um, as I've gotten a bit older in the last um, one or two years. I say like one or two weeks. No, in the last one or two years, I've started to develop some old man shit. And it's like, I've got this weird thing called Dupuytren's contracture in my hand. That's like this weird freaking growth that's in the middle of 
love it. Google it. You'll understand it. Um, but I'm basically starting- Basically over time, the hand turns into a claw. Yeah, it's basically kind of what it is. I've got, you know, increasing back pain that's happening. Um, you know, a little bit more, a little bit, a little bit more of a challenge to lose weight and stuff. And, and so I've, you know, I've been, I've been finding that you know, when I look in the mirror, I see someone that's older with, you know, more pain. And it doesn't have to be that way. There are strategies that you can put in place that can mitigate things. For example, I decided that, you know, this year I'm going to make an all out effort to eliminate the back pain. And what you don't realize about back pain is that it affects every area of your life. When you wake up in the morning, you feel back pain. When you go to the gym, you're in back pain. You know, as you go through the day and you're trying to get in and out of a car and when you have a five-year-old and you're trying to play with the five-year-old at the park. And, and so I realized how many different areas that this has been affecting my life. And, you know, I've been trying some basic stretches and stuff to get over it. But I really decided that I am going to go all in on fixing this because this is the one thing that affects lots of different areas. So I've been trying different things to do and yoga has been the thing that has been the biggest response you know, in that area. I have decided that you know, I am going to increase my testosterone level as my, you know, as I'm aging, testosterone's going down. Nothing, you know, there's nothing wrong with my schmeckle, but it's uh <laughs> it's going down and it's a, it's a Your schmeckle's going down. Wait a minute. I No, my schmeckle's going up now that I'm taking testosterone, but it, but you know, this is a product that happens as you get older. So I'm looking at these things, I'm going back pain. Okay. What am I going to do for back pain? Well, instead of doing yoga once a week, I'm going to do yoga four times a week because that's where I am. Instead of continually doing the same workout over and over again, I'm going to try something different. And the workout is going to be around doing um, mobility type uh, training and um, exercises that are more functional in nature. And for those that don't know what functional is, imagine like sitting on the ground, standing up, that's functional, okay? So it's things that you actually do with your life. So I'm taking these things that I know are happening to me that I'm either going to wake up every morning, I'm going to be turned into a crotchety old man, or I am going to get ahead of the curve and change those things. So long answer, but that's, uh, that's my answer. I love it. All right. So next up, word for 2020. How about you? So my word is rise. And on the yoga vibe, I... So here's the thing. I think a lot of people are really, you know, it's like the trend right now. Everything, every other post is like, what's your word? What's your word? What's your word? And that's a thing. It's a thing. Hmm. I found myself searching for a word and I was like searching and searching. And oh my God, and I need a word. And what's going to happen if I begin here without a word? And you got to have shit, a word. Yeah, you need a word. The hell is going to go? I'm going to fuck my whole decade up if I don't have the right word. And Where's if I, my word? If I focus on the wrong word, like, there's a lot of pressure, what right? What if you say McGillicuddy? I mean, McGillicuddy, that, that's, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. If you say schmeckle, my word is schmeckle for 2020. <laughs> How awesome like, would that be? It would be. My word is schmeckle. Schmeckle, that's my word. That's my word. So, you know, I, I was putting pressure on myself to find a word. And so, like all things, you know, clarity creates, you know, focus, right? And finding allowing your brain to disconnect 
actually is what allows it to reconnect, right? In the right way. So it just all of a sudden, I got the goosebumps. I got like the the flood of emotion. And I was like, oh, interesting. Because sometimes I just feel like I'm playing so damn small. Like I'm not being the mom I want to be. I'm not being the the wife I want to be. I'm not being the human I want to be. I'm not being the entrepreneur that I need to be, you know, or the leader or the whatever. I just, I mean, I don't want to, I want to be a better podcaster. I want to actually show up to this shit with a plan instead of just like spitballing something. Like think about how much better I'd be at that, right? So I just, I want to rise up and be better in all areas. But for some reason, the word rise spoke to me. And so that's how I found my word. Yeah, words are funny. It, it just it just kind of depends on how it hits you. That you was know? a really long answer. So I apologize no, okay, if anybody was, went to sleep. No, no, I was with you all the way through there. You know, for me, I went back and forth between two words, but the ultimate, the one that won out for me was drive. And the reason why it's drive I is- it. Is because, you know- it's interesting how this works, but I spent so many years hating what I was doing that I just chased lifestyle, right? I wanted to be in California. I wanted to, you know, not be tied to my my chiropractic table. I wanted to be, you know, uh, having hours that were my own and nobody told me what time to wake up and go to bed or, you know, there was no difference between Friday Friday night or Sunday night for me. Which I don't even know what day it is. And I don't know what day right? it is. And I'm really happy I don't know what day it is because that tells me that I am, it's all the same because I get to live, I can, I can live every day however I want to live every day. And so mission was accomplished, but baked within that was a comfort zone that I'm not proud of. And I have by default dropped back my drive in favor of lifestyle. And I don't like that because I'm a driven kind of guy. So I chose drive over the other word. Well, you know what? Here's what I love for you with drive is like the moment you said that, I have a I have this image in my head of you and whatever sports car du jour is of your fancy. And you're driving to the next, you know, location, like figuratively, for of success or you know of family like for me that drive that word drive can go across so many parts of your life and so i love that i love that and number 5 what is our hope for people listening to this podcast all right so here's here's mine and this might just be me relaying to you what i implemented this year uh, that has worked for me. Actually, it's exactly that. So how you like that? Find a way to clear your mind. I watch so many of my friends go frantically in crazy mom brain or entrepreneur brain or whatever of the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And I'm watching these people melt. <laughs> like I feel like they're just melting down in front of me. Mm-hmm. And so I would implore you to find a way to clear your mind. It took me a really long time to come around to meditation. It took me getting pregnant to come around to yoga. Like find a way, search for a way, whether it is 
you know, meditation, yoga, breathing, whatever it is for you, it doesn't matter. Like right now for me, it's going down to the beach and watching the waves. And, and, And that brings me into the present moment. And that's what meditation really is, is just being present with yourself in that moment. But when you find that clarity, the ideas come, the creativity comes, the peace comes. So find that clarity. That's okay. For me, it's probably uh, two things. Um, They're a little bit opposite, but they're actually, I think, inextricably tied together. The first one is aim high and think big. I got that from the the book, uh, The One Thing. And the reason why I like that sentiment is when you aim high and think big, you have to have habits that are in alignment with aiming high and thinking big. But when you, like, you know, nobody, nobody says, hey, I'd love to marry you. Would you like to marry me? And the person says, yeah, you know, I'd love to marry you. And what I'd like to do is I'd like to have an, you know, an average life I'd like to make an average income. I'd like to live in an average house. Maybe we'll have some average kids. We'll take an average vacation. And we will, you know, have an average retirement. Like nobody wants that. But yet the default in a lot of us is around average because we're afraid that if we aim high or think big, that we may come up short. And I think the magic is actually in aiming high and thinking big and having habits and rituals that are in alignment and map to that. Now, simultaneously, I think there's another side to it. And the other side is to be unclenched, right? So sounds like you're clenching your ass. It's exactly what I thought of when I when I heard the comment. I felt like my anus was squeezing together saying, "No, I'm not I'm I, like don't do it." But exit only. Exit only. But maybe there's another word other than an unclenched, but when you're when you're a type A overachiever driver type personality, you tend to be clenched and you tend to be focused on accomplishing what it is that you're after and everything is tight. I right? will never be able to get this it's mental an, image out. You're of never you gonna get that out. Clenching your ass cheeks. I'm together. just saying to maybe the word is allow. Just <laughs> allow it. But I think we're going I think we're going down a, oh, I think we're going down a rabbit hole right now. Can well, I tell you something? Yeah. I'm really proud of you. Proud of me. What did I do? I'm just really proud of you for, I mean, this is our last podcast of 2019 and- The decade. The decade. And one year ago, literally today, Mm. we, today as of recording, we were getting ready to spend the last day in your career that you had for 25 years. And it took some serious balls to let go a multi six figure income and unclench and unclench and allow <laughs> the the next year to slide in well i don't know what else to say uh other than thank you this uh this year is going to be even uh, better uh, for the two of us. We, we've we got some really exciting things for you guys. We're going to be doing some in-person events. If you guys want to come down and come visit us, um, we're going to be putting together a weekend here in LA. We'll There'll be more on that soon. We've got um, our mastermind that uh, has got a few spots left for 2020. We're going to be opening up our virtual masterminds in another 
probably week or so. For the second one, we were full within two days, three days uh, of announcing that. So if you want to get in on that, um, reach back out to us. So there's lots of fun things, lots of ways that you can connect with us. And of course, if you want to work with me personally, um, I'm doing uh, some coaching. I take a couple of clients a year, that's all. So that's it. Well, what can I say? Happy 2019. Uh, you want to, you're going to, you're going to cheers. She cheers. just, she just clear, she just cheers her mezcal and a candle. <laughs> How about that for authenticity? Love you guys. Thank everybody. Thank, thank everybody for listening. All right. Mezcal out. All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.